Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I'm so sad. We are wrapping up our month-long programs of LinkedIn. You know, I love talking LinkedIn. I could talk about LinkedIn with all my guests. I think it's one of the greatest things. As I've said with every program this month, we absolutely, as professionals, have to, have to, have to be on LinkedIn. And if you're not on LinkedIn, why not? And after all of these programs, well, you darn well better know how, Um, because I have had some of the coolest guests and we have talked about why we need to be on LinkedIn. The funny thing is we're doing this while we're under quarantine, all those various things. And we didn't really talk a lot about using LinkedIn as a job search tool. We've done that in the past and there's certainly lots of resources out there. But what we've been talking about, and and I think this is is more important than anything, is building relationships, how to actually do business on LinkedIn. And that's what we're going to continue today. And I I have, it was funny, I started the month with one of the best with Ted Prodromo, and I'm ending the month with one of the best. And so we're going to have so much fun today. So please join me in welcoming Phil Gerbyshack to our program today. Welcome, Phil. Hey, Deb. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will jump into this because we're going to have so much fun discussing this. So Phil Gerbyshack knows sales. He's a sales speaker, a sales expert, a sales trainer, a sales leader mentor, a sales podcaster, and a sales coach. He's written five books, more than 3,000 articles, and has been quoted in the Wall Street Journal, Daily Globe and Mail, Financial Times, Investors Business Daily, Inc., and many other publications, including earning three covers in Speaker Magazine, Marketing, Media, and Money, and Social Selling Made Easy. Phil is known as a sales, leadership, and technology authority with a particular expertise in LinkedIn and social selling. So again, Phil, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's fun. I've done a lot of stuff. It's amazing to think of where I am now to where I used to be. So I know. And a big chunk of that is due to the fact that you use LinkedIn. Um, you know, and, and, and it's funny because many times when people say sales, how many times do people oh, oh Phil does sales. Ew, you like sales. Ew, ew. But truth be told, we're all in sales. You know, and, and so we just got to get over that. No faces, no, no making faces. Well, let's go back a little bit and tell us how it is that you decided this is your passion in life. Well, if we rewind a, a long ways, I was in the Navy. I delivered email by mm-hmm. hand working for the National Security Agency, Okay, working for the NSA. And I really thought the internet was fake mm-hmm. back in, back in 1992. Mm-hmm. And Spent five years, you know, four years in the Navy, spent time doing that, delivering email by hand. Mm-hmm. The internet started becoming more real. And then I started building a little bit of websites. And then at some point, social media came along. Mm-hmm. This whole web 2.0. Mm-hmm. 
right. the way to go back and forth. Because websites originally, you know, with slow internet, mm-hmm. I tried to sell high-speed internet when it's really mm-hmm. slow. And I'll tell you, it's very hard to convince right. people mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. didn't work. You know, because dial-up, dial-up internet was super, super slow. I right. mean, I delivered uh, faxes by 2,400 baht. Mm-hmm. So that didn't work. And it made those funny noises and it might connect, it might not. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I did that and then I I got my first sales job. So as I said, selling selling high-speed internet. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize, you know, this internet thing is real and people were Mm -hmm. posting at the time, social media was a guest book. Right. People posting guest books and IRC and Mm -hmm. other chat features, much like we have now today with Messenger. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting is that Web 2.0 started cranking up it just made more sense as an opportunity to connect with more people. Mm-hmm. So started blogging, podcasting, doing other things, and eventually, you know, got a job uh, as a stockbroker, got a job selling uh, software, mm-hmm. and realized that if I married my love of technology with my love of teaching and training mm-hmm. and package that into a saleable package, right, to make sales mm-hmm. with my sales background, that I could be really effective. So right. I just put it all together, and here mm-hmm. we are today. Mm-hmm. So why did you decide that LinkedIn really was a critical component in this whole process? Well, I think LinkedIn kind of chose me even more than I chose it. Mm -hmm. I I was on Twitter. I was a very early adopter of Twitter. Mm -hmm. I didn't adopt Facebook very, very early. But Mm -hmm. LinkedIn was really the one that made the most sense to me and kind of chose me because that's where the people that I wanted to talk to were located. Mm -hmm. That's where all the business people were. I mean, right. Twitter was fun, and I met a lot of people at conferences. I'm thankful. Drew McClellan and mm-hmm. Connie Reese and Chris Brogan and some of the early pioneers mm-hmm. in, uh, in, in social media marketing were there. But LinkedIn was really the business place. Mm-hmm. It's where business happened. And initially, when LinkedIn started, you really could go six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. So I could go six people out and find someone that I wanted to talk mm-hmm. to and basically pass an introduction through. So it just made sense that LinkedIn would be the place because I like to talk business. Business is my passion and my hobby, Mm -hmm. as well as obviously my vocation. And I just thought, you know, I should just invest more time here. And thankfully, you know, LinkedIn has continued to improve, maybe not as fast as some of the other ones, but certainly more deliberately Mm -hmm. than any other social network. And it has stayed very business focused. Um, you know, every once in a while, it'll get a little Facebooky, <laughs> and then it's it kind of reins itself back in. Um, you know, and 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 that's what I like about it. It it sees it, it they the programmers whoever you know. It's it's funny we give these things. You know, they become entities. Um, my mother says, you know, go ask Google something, and she she calls her a female. Um, you know, and and but you know LinkedIn looks at things that work well on other platforms and then slowly implements it. Um, you know, rolling out video, live video, I think is, is one of the, the newest things I don't have yet. Um, but it's one of the things that, you know, they looked at because Facebook does it, you know, some of the other platforms do it. And LinkedIn kind of thought, you know, let's, let's see. But that's what I've liked about it is they have looked at what works and what doesn't. And, but, but in particular, it's business. We are staying business. Yeah, I think it's, I would say it's probably 80-20 now. It's probably mm-hmm. 80% business, 20% personal. You mm-hmm. can add stickers. Mm-hmm. You can send people emojis, right? right? You can embed gifts. You can mm-hmm. send voice messages. Mm-hmm. And there's private 
messaging. But yeah, it's mostly business. And I, I think it's good to be personal, but to stay focused on how does that personality, right? How does that shine through to actually get work done? Right. Which is the always the, the entertaining thing I think about Facebook is that people really, they, they're okay posting cat memes. They're talking about the Tiger King, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I don't see as much of that Right. on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why corporations are more happy to have mm-hmm. it. And frankly, sadly, that's why adoption has been lower mm-hmm. because it's not a place to go and waste your time. It's not you fun. Have to go and invest your time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not as fun, right? It's not as unintentionally fun, mm-hmm. but it, absolutely. I mean, the, what could, at least for me, maybe I'm, maybe I'm weird, but I, lo- I really like what I do for mm-hmm. business. I, I really enjoy sales and being a sales mm-hmm. professional and getting to know you know, get to know my prospects, get to know my customers, get to know my peers, get to know my coworkers, mm-hmm. not what they had for dinner last night, but certainly right. what are they interested mm-hmm. in and what makes them who they are. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I was looking through your website and, and, you know, looking at some of your blog posts and, and one of the things that you talked about is that we do have to, to bring a little of our personality into things. Um, you know, you're, you're known for your glasses and, um, you know, you have different colors, you know, maybe not a lot of different styles, but different colors, things like that. But that's not off the wall, uh, you know, and, and, and I think that's the thing with LinkedIn is we can bring some of our personality in. And I think we should, because that is where we really connect with people. But we, we, you know, we're not posting the, the funny memes. We're not posting politics. Oy. Um, you know, we're not even really posting right now in particular about coronavirus, except as it pertains to business. Um, but, you know, we do get some of that personal in there. Yeah, we sure do. And, and it's interesting. You know, I call it finding what's your weird and really mm-hmm. exploiting that. It's not necessarily as off the wall as you said, right? Mm-hmm. And certainly, um, you know, it, it's not... Uh, you know, cheeky bathroom humor either. It's more business type humor, right. which I really like. I mean, it's mm-hmm. things that you hopefully that you'd see in the Wall Street Journal or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. which elevates our, our brainwaves and helps mm-hmm. us be more in business. And mm-hmm. yes, I get it. We need a break from that. So go somewhere else. But mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that it's focused on that. I like the fact that not a lot of people talk about politics. I mm-hmm. like the fact that it isn't a place to go and waste two hours of my day. And I don't look up and like, oh, geez, mm-hmm. I just wasted two right. hours like I might on mm-hmm. YouTube or Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I actually like that. I like the fact that it, that my time gets to be more intentional mm-hmm. than it is uh, more kind of uh, floppy. Right. You know, and on LinkedIn, if we kind of, you know, go squirrel and go after something, it's business focused, you know, so it might be a great article from an influencer or, you know, a, a great article that's in a publication that we might not have seen otherwise, um, you know, and, and things like that. And so that's, that's kind of an okay use of your time. I think so. I think so. Again, my, you know, if I think about if I, if I had, a, if I was worried about what my boss thought, and there was a choice between talking about business and how to improve myself and Mm -hmm. books that I'm reading or talking about the Kardashians and the Tiger King and other stuff. Mm -hmm. I think my boss would be okay if I was talking about business Mm -hmm. and probably not so okay if I was talking about the other stuff. Mm -hmm. So for me, that just makes sense. And again, Mm -hmm. most companies are there. Now that Microsoft owns LinkedIn, I think we're going to see even more of an emphasis Mm -hmm. on the business of LinkedIn Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, trying to be more Facebook-y. You know, and and the cool thing is they're building some things into it. To, you know, to to net, you know, to, to to mesh the two things together. Like, you know, how you can be an Outlook and and you, somebody's LinkedIn profile comes up, and you know, all of these various things. 
and of course, Microsoft is professional. I mean, you know, again, we're not going down a road where they're going to start linking in things. We're like, wait a minute, you know, what the heck just happened here? Yeah, I, I, I do think that is the biggest difference about LinkedIn is that LinkedIn was was created by business people, not by college students. Now, right. that being said, right, we know Bill Gates dropped out of college. We know the story, but mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. but as we've gone, right, LinkedIn is really much more business-minded, much more focused there, not so much as something to connect uh, mm-hmm. for dating, but right. really more for, for business networking. Mm-hmm. And I think that 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 core, that essence of it, mm-hmm. connecting to people that you already know right. and people that you need to know, I think is mm-hmm. always going to be strong mm-hmm. in LinkedIn. It's not about playing, uh, you know, playing Candy Crush together. Right. It's about growing mm-hmm. business together. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, for those times, you, we take it offline. You know, it's like, oh, hey, let's go be friends on Facebook or, or whatever. Yeah, and I think that is the key, right? I mean, I, I don't I don't think that anybody sells on LinkedIn, not effectively anyway. I see people right. attempting to sell and then doesn't it fails miserably. It doesn't work. But I, I think, you know, the goal is to get to know someone enough that they'll mm-hmm. take a phone call, that they'll mm-hmm. take an email, that perhaps we can be friends on another platform. Right. We can get to know each other more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really a, a nice thing because often those business interests, you know, we spend a lot of our time at work. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of passion behind that. And Mm -hmm. frankly, you know, the more effective we can be at work, the more fun we can have at home. Because Mm -hmm. frankly, if we're separating business and home, Mm -hmm. or trying to balance that, we need then that focused time. And I think LinkedIn gives us that. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and uh, it's interesting, because, you know, as we've said, we still bring that little bit of, of person in there. And that is because we're building relationships with people, um, you know, and, and so that they do take our calls. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, I remember that Phil had that, you know, he's, he's had links to several great articles or he commented on some of my posts or, you know, things like that. And so then when we reach out to them truly in a business sense, they're like, oh, yeah, I know that person. It's not just, didn't they post this stupid cat video? Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the hope, right? I mean, to make a real connection, we have to have more than just some surface garbage. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I think LinkedIn does really mm-hmm. well. And some people then just go one level deep and just look at demographic mm-hmm. information, right. which is why those people just annoy us so much. Mm-hmm. Because it's an opportunity to really go deeper, to do a little bit of research, to do a little mm-hmm. bit of digging. And it does take work. Mm-hmm. It's not like Facebook where we can just mm-hmm. accidentally connect. We have to be intentional. And I, again, I actually really like that. I like mm-hmm. to put effort into my relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be lazy. I want to go deeper. Right. And I, I get that on LinkedIn. Right. You know, and I, I was funny. It was when I was talking with one of my other guests this month, one of the things that, that we talked about was the fact that when you contact somebody on LinkedIn, almost always you're contacting the person. You know, they don't have a gatekeeper. It's not, you know, it's not somebody else. Now, sometimes it is. Depends on how they're using it and and things like that. But for the most part, when we reach out, we're contacting that person. And that's exactly what happened with you and I. Um, I had contacted Brian Basilico, who we had on earlier in the month. And I said, hey, Brian, you know, looking for, you know, a couple more guests. And he said, oh, my gosh, we need to, to connect you with Phil. And so through LinkedIn, we connected um, and we did some messaging there. And, you know, and, and, and I knew I was talking with you. I wasn't talking with your assistant. I wasn't talking with your scheduler, your VA, your whoever. 
I was talking with you. And I think that's one of the benefits. But of course it is, you know, so people need to also keep that in mind and not spam. I mean, you know, that's the, that's the worst thing. Yeah. Spam is the, is really a big challenge on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I think a couple things happen. One is people want to connect as many people as possible Mm -hmm. because it's free. And by free, I mean, even if you pay for navigator, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's virtually free. There's Mm -hmm several hundred million people on there that you can reach out to, you can buy in mails, Mm -hmm. you can send connection requests. And it's like email, there's almost no friction there. Mm -hmm. So spam becomes an easy thing. And we can see one piece of information, right? Mm -hmm. I can see your job title, I can see your industry, Mm -hmm. company size, things like that. And yes, I can put those together. But most of these spammers, they're not that smart. No, they go out and they pick one piece. Oh, Mm -hmm. hey, I see you're a podcaster. Therefore, Mm -hmm. would you like to pay to get more guests. Uh-huh. No, thank no. you. I'm pretty good myself. Or, uh-huh. hey, I see often they cut off because I'm a VP of sales training mm-hmm. at Vector Solutions. Mm-hmm. They cut off the training piece. Oh, I see you're a VP of sales. Therefore, you must mm-hmm. be interested in this. It's right. Like, we can help you train people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, not so much. And I get, I get all the time. If you read my profile, you'll see, mm-hmm. to your point, it is very much me. It is mm-hmm. not anybody else. It's never anybody else. And I get the, hey, would you like to outsource your LinkedIn network to us? I'm like, <laughs> mm, absolutely yeah. not. Thanks mm-hmm. for asking. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I think that's the spam piece, the fact that it's free. And then people build these tools that go out and do that. And frankly, right. unfortunately, because LinkedIn is software as a service, because mm-hmm. it's a website basically, mm-hmm. and they have they have to keep the code pretty clean mm-hmm. to make it load fast and things right, like that. Right. Mm-hmm. People build these tools and it's impossible for Microsoft to keep up. Right. So people just keep building these tools mm-hmm. and then spam, spam, mm-hmm. spam. And what it does is it actually decreases the reliability mm-hmm. and the, the ability for us to talk to those people that we actually want to talk to right. because they just assume you said sales before, but let's replace that with you're on LinkedIn. It's like, blah, you're going to sales mm-hmm. pitch me. And it's like, no, I'm right. not going to sales pitch you. I'm going to see how I can serve you. Mm-hmm. And if there's an opportunity to serve, yes, I'm going to make mm-hmm. you an offer, but I'm not going to just be gross and spammy. And right. I think we've We've never grown up from the fact that salespeople are like 1976 with Kurt Russell and used cars. Mm-hmm. That's still the mindset of salespeople mm-hmm. and has unfortunately been pervasive on LinkedIn right. as well. Right. You know, and, and there's nothing worse than when we get the messages that we know are the cut and paste. And my favorites are when they don't even get my name right. Um, you know, and, and, and I always know that they don't know me if they use Deborah, but now my profile yes. is Deborah, so that's where they get that. But if they use Deborah, it's like, no, nope, you you do not know me. You've never met me. We've you know, and and you know all of those various things. And but then it's the you know because we have so many mutual connections, and I'll look and there's like two, you know, and 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 I don't even know who those two people are. I'm like, okay, well, oh yeah, um, you know. But then I think what annoys me more is I might go ahead and accept. I mean, you know, I'm I'm pretty open to networking if they have a picture, if they have, you know, there's there's some of the criteria that I want. But but then if immediately I get a response. Because then I know that's not real, you know, because nobody typed that fast and it and it is truly a canned response. And so then they're gone. I mean I, I might not disconnect from them, but I'm never gonna pay attention again. And the problem is they might really be a great contact, but they blew it within the first five seconds. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I wouldn't ask you to marry me on the first date, mm-hmm. but yet I'm going to try to get in your mm-hmm. sales and marketing pants mm-hmm. on the first date. It's like, right. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't understand that. And mm-hmm. it's interesting because I see some of these folks, they, they purposely put symbols in their profile mm-hmm. because, you know, they're emojis because those right. emojis translate into symbols, which mm-hmm. means if anybody ever did that to them, they'd know it. Mm-hmm. Right. But they'd still do it to other people. I mm-hmm. got one yesterday. It's so interesting. I really thought that it was a genuine conversation mm-hmm. and then followed up with me in a personal way. Mm-hmm. Clearly didn't notice that it, that I had responded to his automated message. Mm-hmm. So he came at me again, mm-hmm. like it was the first time we talked. Right. Like, yay, yay, yay. I just, I worry what you're going to sell me now. And it just creates that niggle of doubt, right? I mean, one of the Mm -hmm. things in sales that I always remind folks on, nothing sells like confidence and nothing Mm -hmm. loses a sale like a lack of authenticity. Mm -hmm. And that's just not authentic. It's not how people work. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to talk to that. So Mm -hmm. we have to take the time to personalize. Yes, does marketing create some great messages? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But marketing cannot, cannot do the research to go those one-on-one relationships mm-hmm. that we need for sales. Right. You know, and, and you said the word, it's relationships. You know, I don't care if something is going to cost 10 cents or $10,000. You know, it's, it's about building that relationship first. And, and, you know, and, and we tend to forget that. And part of that is because we think what we have is so great. Well, why wouldn't you want to buy it? You know, why wouldn't you want me to help you get 10,000 new followers? <laughs> you know, all these various things. And, but yeah, it's, it's back to that relationship. You know, if I get a response from somebody who I connected with and they say, you know, hey, great connecting with you. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help. That very well might have been a canned response, you know, because that's pretty basic. But that was very different than the, here's what I can do to help, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and then of course my next favorites are the ones that about a day later say, I haven't heard back from you. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what are you, my mother? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it is interesting, right? We, we, it's your point. I wouldn't do that to my mom. Right. Why would I do that to a stranger? Mm-hmm. Why would I do that to someone that I want to do business with? Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the time, you know, nagging someone to submission is mm-hmm. not a great way to build a relationship. Right. It's not a great way to do business. Mm-hmm. So why do we, why do we think we can mm-hmm. do that on social media? I don't understand. I think mm-hmm. we forget the social piece mm-hmm. and we focus on the me piece, which is I right. need a sale mm-hmm. and right. it gets us in trouble. Right. Yeah, I noticed you, you have several blog posts about we need to be friends first and do business last. Yeah. You know, and, and, and granted, I mean, there are times where we're able to sell something. I mean, you know, they were looking for something. They went, you know, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's a store, whether it's your website, whatever, they were looking for that product or service. And they're like, you know, okay, you've got it. I'll buy from you. But for the most part, that's not the way the world works. Yeah, not, not at all. I, I think it, it's interesting. As Amazon becomes more friction-free and it's one mm-hmm. click to buy, I think mm-hmm. that's wonderful for consumer goods. I, I really do. I think the less friction, the better on that. Mm-hmm. And I wish that, you know, that that could be the case in more businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, as I walk into a store, I would love a tractor beam that just takes me to exactly mm-hmm. what I need. Yes. And when I don't, mm-hmm. yeah, I love the fact mm-hmm. that Ace Hardware, for instance, mm-hmm. they have smart people there that can answer right. my questions. Mm-hmm. That's great, right? Mm-hmm. I, I love that. But on the other hand, the higher 
the price tag, mm -hmm. the more risk there is, and the more I need reassurance and an mm -hmm. expert salesperson to de-risk that sit right. that buy for me, that purchase. Mm -hmm. Because if they don't, if they can't confirm, yes, this is the right thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, other people like you have mm -hmm. made this investment. Yes, it has mm -hmm. had a return on investment. Yes, this is useful. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is exactly what you look for, which can only happen in a conversation. Mm -hmm. Well, why do we not allow those conversations? Right. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Right. Yeah, as, as you were talking about that, I was thinking about several years ago when we bought a new car. And, you know, and, and we go, and, and it's my husband's car. I'm just there tagging along. Um, you know, and, and we had certain criteria, you know, all sorts of things, and we'd researched it in advance, all these various things. And there was one of the, the places we went to had a woman who was the salesperson. Great. Love that. She focused in on me, wasn't even going to talk to my husband, even though I said several times, you know, this is his car. You need to, you know, because I mean, it was even what color do you want, you know, and, and, and all these various things. And, and she lost the sale because she went, oh, I'm a woman. She's a woman. I should be able to sell to her. You know, she never stopped to, to even pay attention when we were saying, you know, hey, he's the one who's got questions. Yeah, we have to listen. I think that's that's so often missed. We mm -hmm. have to listen. We have to pay attention, ask questions, and then mm -hmm. respond appropriately. Right. We so often miss that. And mm -hmm. the more that we miss that, the less people trust us. I mean, mm -hmm. the first time, okay, she missed that your husband's part of All right, right. that's fine. Right. Probably forgive that. That's right. cool. But by the third or fourth time, it's mm -hmm. like, are they listening? Right. Am I in an oh, echo yeah. chamber? What mm -hmm. the heck happened here? Mm -hmm. And I'd even wandered off and she came after me, <laughs> you know, and it was like, no, you know, and, and, but, but yeah, it's, it is about listening and, or reading, you know, reading what they're, they're posting. And of course the problem is that as marketing people, we're told find someone's pain and fix it. And so we read, you know, they might post, they, you know, say on Facebook, they might post, Having trouble with X, I need to buy X. We pay no attention to anything else, and we're going to fix that problem for them. Um, you know, and 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 again, you know, we didn't pay any attention to them. Yeah, yeah. None, we we honed in, as you said, right? We zero in. We get happy years. That's what we call it in sales, right? We get happy years. Oh, I heard that. You're going to yep. buy. You're going to yes. buy. Ding, ding, but, ding, ding. Yep. <laughs> I lock in, and that doesn't. Mm -hmm. That often does not happen. Mm -hmm. We have to ask more questions mm -hmm. first. We have to get the pain to be acute mm -hmm. enough that fixing it right now mm -hmm. is important. Right. And I think that's often the miss, right? Like, what, mm -hmm. what happens if? you don't do this. What happens mm -hmm. if, right? That's the qualification mm -hmm. stage that's often missed. I think right. many salespeople get happier because they fail to disqualify mm -hmm. as much as they fail to qualify. Right. I mean, if we're a dental office, mm -hmm. if I need my teeth cleaning and I, and I make an appointment and I call up and you call me right back, mm -hmm. don't be surprised if we play phone tag a few times. Mm -hmm. Right. But if I've got an abscess tooth and I'm in intense, yeah. excruciating pain, mm -hmm. I'm pick don't up be that surprised. Phone. If, yeah, not mm -hmm. only am I going to pick up the mm -hmm. phone, but don't be surprised if I'm willing to wait half an hour to talk mm -hmm. to somebody mm -hmm. to get in today. Yeah. Don't be surprised if I mm -hmm. want on the waiting list mm -hmm. and I'm willing to pay a premium mm -hmm. because I'm really in pain. And if I don't right. get that, I know it's go I'm going to have sepsis mm -hmm. and I might die. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the difference, right? Mm -hmm. And and so ROI. Um, is such an important calculation. It's mm -hmm. such an important understanding to understand what it really hurts. That's what mm -hmm. ROI is. 
And what hurts? Mm-hmm. And what do I benefit from that? And, right. and that's often the miss when we're mm-hmm. in sales because we just hear, oh, yeah, their process is, mm-hmm. is antiquated. Therefore, they must fix it. No, mm-hmm. they don't. I can, right. My dad still has a flip phone. Mm-hmm. He has zero desire right. to ever get email, mm-hmm. to ever get a phone. But if you just saw, oh, he lives out in the woods and he doesn't have cable even. He needs entertainment. He should get mm-hmm. internet. You'd miss the point that he needs a flip phone because right. he often will drive over the phone mm-hmm. because he just, he was a woodsman. He right? doesn't he, care he about it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care, right? Mm-hmm. It's not important. I mean, he mm-hmm. loves his phone, mm-hmm. but he doesn't need it in the same way that I right. do. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do we sell on LinkedIn? You know, is it, it, can we even sell on LinkedIn? Well, I, I think we sell ourselves, okay. right? And the root of sales really is service. And if we can serve then yes, we can sell, but not directly on LinkedIn. So Mm -hmm. if we think about how can we be of service to people, Mm -hmm. we pay attention to them, we make connections for them, sometimes we applaud them, we get personal with them, we Mm -hmm. might share, you know, I see, hey, Deb, I see you just celebrated 12 years in business. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. And then go a little further than that. And what's changed in the last 12 years? Mm. How are things different Mm -hmm. now? We have to go deeper than the surface. So I think we have these opportunities for others that are on LinkedIn. Now, Mm -hmm. granted, not every industry, not every person is on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. But for those that are, they're usually there for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And we have an opportunity then to do that. We can pay attention to birthdays and anniversaries and job changes and Mm -hmm. things like that. And I actually then use LinkedIn to then drive a phone call. Ah. I see that it's your birthday and I'm going to be the one person that doesn't just respond with an HBD. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the person that picks up the phone and calls you Mm -hmm. if I have your phone number and says, I hope you had a great Mm -hmm. birthday. What are you doing for your birthday? Mm -hmm. So that in a few weeks I can earn the right to call you back Mm -hmm. and ask you how that went. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully by then we have a little bit of a relationship Mm -hmm. that perhaps you'll share a little bit of your pain Mm -hmm. to see if there's a chance that Mm -hmm. I can serve you. You know, and of course, people hear that and they think, Phil, that takes so much time. I don't have that much time. But a lot of what the other things that they are doing is a waste of time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think about relationships as an investment. And you're mm-hmm. right. You cannot build them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You cannot build them today. Mm-hmm. You have to build them yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to really take the time Mm -hmm. to know that, you know, you should always be building that. Now, if you just get a new job in a totally new industry, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to find some ways to serve. Maybe you piggyback off your company's success Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's okay too. But yes, it does take time. It will take time. You didn't marry your significant other on the first date. If, Mm -hmm. If you did, you're even weirder than me. I, I did once get married after three days. That's my quickest one. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out real well, but that's okay, right? I, I did that, but anybody mm-hmm. quicker than me, I'd love to love to hear from you, mm-hmm. right? Love to, love to hear that, but mo- that didn't work. No. That no. didn't work. It was not a good long-term mm-hmm. fit. Yeah, there, yeah, there were just things that were not going to match. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and we never investigated any of those, right? right? We never got any of those out, and, mm-hmm. and had we, mm-hmm. we would have never gotten married. Right, right. Well, you might Most not have even been friends. friends. <laughs> right. Well, that, yeah, that's for sure because we're not. We're not. Contrast that, you know, with others that I've been friends with for many, many years. Right. Very different, right, mm-hmm. that I would do business with mm-hmm. now, even mm-hmm. now, today, even if I hadn't right. talked to them for years mm-hmm. because of the fact that we built a relationship yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and 
what was initially taught years ago when, when there was sales training was how to make it personal, to send the cards, to make the phone calls, you know, all of those various things. I have cards up on my wall from people that, that they sent them to me for my birthday years ago because I just thought, well, hey, this is cool. You know, and if somebody calls me and I don't recognize their number, I'm probably not going to pick it up. Um, but then I'm going to go, oh my gosh, I missed a call from Phil. <laughs> you know? But at the same point, you know, it's, it's, it's something that is just so quick because all you're going to do is you're going to say, hey, you know, just, I saw it was your birthday. Just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Have a great day. Click. You know, if there's something more, then that's good. But for the most part, it's just, you know, hey, you know, and, and, you know, and, and the people who kept the card files and knew when anniversaries were and, you know, when their kids were graduating from high school, when it's poor kids, they don't get to graduate this year. Um, you know, all these various things. And, and maybe now is, and, and actually, I'm not even going to say maybe, I think right now is when we absolutely have to start making things more personal. You know, as we're recording this, we've been stuck in our, our offices, our home offices for, you know, I've been here for four weeks. Most people, it's been about two. We've got at least two more, you know, maybe even longer than that. So just think if you started getting phone calls and started getting even emails, you know, but real physical mail from people. And I mean, you know, we've already started doing things like Zoom where we've been, you know, having one-on-one -on -one meetings and, and online networking and, and things like that because we're, we're social creatures. You know, we, we need that human contact. We absolutely do. And I think your point about anniversaries and things like that is absolutely true. I talk about how connection starts with mm -hmm. happy birthday. Mm -hmm. So it's your birthday. I wish you a happy birthday. I call you. I ask you about that. But mm -hmm. then as the relationship grows, right, I know anniversary date. I know maybe when your kids are born. Mm -hmm. I know when you moved. I know when you changed jobs. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've adopted, right, gotcha day is a right. big day. Oh, I start yeah. finding out mm -hmm. not just your birthday, but what is your most important mm -hmm. day? Yep. And how do you celebrate mm -hmm. that? Really important. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you that uh, I have a friend named Kevin who I called him one year on his wedding anniversary because mm -hmm. he always used to say that his wife was his greatest gift. Mm -hmm. So I called him on his anniversary and he goes, wow. How did you know that? Mm -hmm. I said, well, you post about it every year on social media. Right. Obviously, it it's down. important to you. I just mm -hmm. paid attention to that, mm -hmm. Kevin. He goes, wow, nobody ever calls me on my anniversary. Mm -hmm. Now, I want you to think about that. If mm -hmm. you're talking to a prospect and they tell you that in two weeks, something important is happening mm -hmm. and you call them then either on that day or if you know they're going to be out of the mm -hmm. office, maybe the right. following Monday mm -hmm. and you follow up with them. Do you think they're going to remember you? They are. Mm -hmm. They've got to. Mm -hmm. They have no choice. Their mm -hmm. brain's like, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Again, birthdays. I've got, you know, I've been on social media a long time. Mm -hmm. So I've got 20, 30, 40,000 people mm -hmm. on there. Not, I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you my number, mm -hmm. right? So with that, I get less than 20 people that call me on my birthday. Wow. We shrink that down, right? Mm -hmm. The average human being has about 500 people. Mm -hmm. Let's say 400 just for math. So that's, mm -hmm. that's a factor of mm -hmm. 1,000 mm -hmm. or 100 less than me, right? So two magnitudes mm -hmm. down. That means that the average person probably gets 0.2 phone calls on their birthday. Mm -hmm. If you call them, you stand out. Right. Even if they don't answer the phone and you just wish them a happy birthday mm -hmm. and it goes in their voicemail, mm -hmm. if they check that message, you will stand out. Right. 
If you call them on their anniversary, probably less than that, call them. Mm-hmm. So take the time, mm-hmm. right? Really be personal because I think it's, I think that time is now and about physical mail. You know, my fiance is a sales manager. Mm-hmm. She took the time two weeks ago to send handwritten notes to all of her salespeople Mm -hmm. and then all of their ops people. So Mm -hmm. she sent 30, Mm -hmm. 35 messages out. Mm -hmm. Over half have either contacted her or posted company-wide about how amazing Mm -hmm. she is for doing that. And she Mm -hmm. didn't do it for that. Right. She didn't want any kudos. Mm -hmm. She actually genuinely wanted to say thank you in the most impactful way she could. Mm -hmm. But think about that. If if you could positively impact Mm -hmm. half of your customers, Half of the people you've talked to, not with the same card, Mm -hmm. but with a different handwritten note that says specifically something about that person, Mm -hmm. you can absolutely stand out. Right. And it isn't that hard or Mm -hmm. expensive. Right. You know, and, and yeah, and, and it doesn't take a lot of time, you know, so you do it on maybe Sunday while, while you're watching TV, you know, so you've got it done for the week, you know, all those various things and, and you're not doing a ton. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like you're, you're doing, you know, your, your wedding invitations where you're doing, you know, several hundred at once, you're doing just a handful. Um, so then you can put a little personal note in there. Um, you know, and, and, and maybe it's just, you know, something along the lines of, you know, Hey, you survived another year, you know, but if you know something personal that you can add in there, that's even better. Yeah, it's better. And again, think about this. You're, you're not trying to send 40,000 messages. Right. You're looking for those people that mm-hmm. you genuinely care about, mm-hmm. that you genuinely right. want to impact. Mm-hmm. This is not a sales strategy. Mm-hmm. This is a relationship strategy. Mm-hmm. Right. This is about who do I want to positively impact mm-hmm. because I genuinely care about mm-hmm. them. Right. Not everybody. Right. You know, I even do that on Facebook, you know, because Facebook tells you every day who the birthdays are. I look through and I've got about 3,000 connections on Facebook. I look through and if I know who they are, then I send them a happy birthday. But if it's just some, you know, connection where maybe we went to a networking group together or something like that. I don't send them a happy birthday. And, you know, and I know that there are people who say you should always send something, especially since Facebook makes it so easy. You should say happy birthday to every single person. Hmm. You know, and, and I know I'm probably missing out on some of those because somebody might go, oh my gosh, it, I heard from Deb. You know, but yeah, I, I only send the ones to the people who I know. I go one step further. On people's birthdays, mm-hmm. I look and I see if there's a relationship there. Mm-hmm. I see if I actually want to develop a relationship mm-hmm. with them. I look at the friendship. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. No posts in common. Mm-hmm. I can't remember a thing about this person. I will not only unfriend them, mm-hmm. but I will unfriend many of the people that we mm-hmm. have in common yeah. because likely mm-hmm. we have nothing really in common right. except for the fact that maybe mm-hmm. we belonged together 20 years ago or 10 years ago or yeah. we went to one event and the mm-hmm. whole thing was, hey, let's connect to everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to connect to everybody. Right. I don't want everybody mm-hmm. in my network and I don't want to do business with everybody. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I don't, right. I, again, as a sales trainer, as a salesman, I don't want to work with everybody. Mm-hmm. I want to work with only those that I can most positively mm-hmm. impact. And, you know, LinkedIn makes that easy. Facebook right. makes that easy. Twitter mm-hmm. makes that easy. Mm-hmm. You know, just pay attention to that mm-hmm. and be individually impactful and you mm-hmm. can make a big difference in people's lives. Right. So what are some of the other mistakes that people make when they use LinkedIn? You know, and, and I mean, the big one is that, that we just don't personalize and we spam, but what are some other things that people should do, especially since we've been talking LinkedIn for a whole month? What are some of the big mistakes that people do? 
Well, let's flip that over. And I make this one too. You spam or you don't do anything. Mm -hmm. You just set it and forget it, right? We're connected and now we never talk again. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just a big mistake. Mm-hmm. I think that we we should take the time. If somebody is a good business connection, we should take the time to attempt right. to make a business connection. Mm-hmm. Again, doesn't scale though. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. One of the things that I see often is people just, they connect and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. So don't make that mistake, right? right? Be intentional. Try to make the first touch. Mm-hmm. Try to make it meaningful in the connection. If they mm-hmm. accept, then follow up with a thank you very much. It's great to connect. Are you working on anything good? Mm-hmm. See if you can have a conversation. See if you can do that. Because the reason they connected to someone is because ultimately you think they're a good fit for your business, not just right. because you like their profile picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a big miss that I see mm-hmm. with people. Uh, the other miss I see is people that they're, they just, they don't ever search. Mm-hmm. They don't ever look for anything. They only take what comes inbound. Right. So they don't look for people. Mm-hmm. They don't look for content. They don't look for anything that could mm-hmm. help them. I mean, what are you doing on LinkedIn if you don't want help? Mm-hmm. Right. So do some searching, mm-hmm. you know, do some searching. And then I'll give you one last mistake. And that is they fail to get off of their own timeline. Mm-hmm. They just post right. on what's in the mm-hmm. feed or on their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And they never go make mm-hmm. any conversation anywhere else. Right. It'd be like if you had a cocktail party at your house, mm-hmm. you invited a thousand of people that mm-hmm. you want to talk to. Mm-hmm. And then... The only people that you talk to are the seven people that come your way with right. a free cocktail week. Yeah, I plunked down and that was that. Mm-hmm. That was it, right? And so mm-hmm. those three things, I think, are mm-hmm. the biggest mistakes that I see people make on right. LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And the great news is they're easy to remedy. Mm-hmm. Have a right. strategy, mm-hmm. dedicate some time every day, mm-hmm. and then go do the work. Mm-hmm. If you can focus on the three H's, you can really win on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. You got to be human first. Mm-hmm. You got to be helpful second. Mm-hmm. You got to be humble third. Right. Human is pretty simple. We've been talking about that this mm-hmm. whole time, Deb. How to be human, right? Mm-hmm. Just that means don't automate. Don't try to connect to too mm-hmm. many people. Don't be ridiculous. Being helpful, be of service. Right. Can you be useful? Mm-hmm. Turn up the value before you turn up the volume. Mm-hmm. Really important and humble. Right. I don't need to tell people that I'm the greatest sales trainer on the planet. I'll let them decide that. I'll let them Mm -hmm. read the people who've written me testimonials. Mm -hmm. I'll let that be Mm -hmm. because that is indefensible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Best, what what is best compared to what? Right. Compared to who? Compared Mm -hmm. to when? Right? Mm -hmm. Maybe the greatest in my own mind. I don't know. So we have to be really careful. But if we can focus on those three H's, Mm -hmm. we avoid many of the other obstacles that get in our way from being successful Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. Right. It's interesting through this whole time and then especially after talking with you, I think I need to go through my LinkedIn connections and I don't know, it's, you know, 3000 ish somewhere on there. And, and just like we do on Facebook, weed people out, you know, if there's no reason for us to be connected, then why be connected? You know, because it, it, this whole stupid numbers thing that, that we get caught up in, well, how many connections do you have? It doesn't matter. You know, if, if I'm never going to talk to 2000 people, then why have them on there? Um, you know, only have the people. And, and because more importantly, I want, as, as you were saying, I get their information. So I want to see what they're posting. You know, is it something that, that you know, are they, are they going to be providing great content that I love, great resources, all those things? Um, it was funny, just today, I had uh, a friend of mine, a, a true friend, a real person that I know out in the real world. She contacted me and she said, I see you're connected with so-and-so on LinkedIn. How did that happen? 
Okay. So, you know, I go, I look, this person is a realtor in Houston, Texas. I have, and, and we, we don't have a single mutual connection. I have no idea how I'm connected with this person. And, you know, I mean, she looks like a nice person, but, you know, and, and so I went back to the first person and I said, I got to tell you, I have no idea. And she said, well, I was just curious. She said, because my mother and her mother are really good friends. And I just thought this was such a small world. I said, well, it is a small world, but yeah, I have no idea why. Um, you know, and so why should I be connected with her? Just because she's a nice person or she sent me a request. And that's the other thing. You know, we get these requests and we feel like we must accept them. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think we need a connection strategy, mm-hmm. right? We need to think about, so who are we connecting mm-hmm. with? For me, you know, you mentioned right off the jump here, are they human beings, mm-hmm. right? Do they have a profile picture? Right. Are they free of typos? Do they mm-hmm. have real jobs? Do mm-hmm. they look human? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. That's my first gate that they must mm-hmm. pass. Yep. And then can I help them or can they help mm-hmm. me? That's the second one. And frankly, I let most people in the first time, Deb, mm-hmm. but then if I don't ever do anything with them, right. well, then they're useless and they're just mm-hmm. clogging up space. So one of the things, if, if folks, if, if you're thinking, boy, I've got some extra time on my hands, I wonder what I could do. Mm-hmm. I would encourage you, go through your LinkedIn connections mm-hmm. and send 10 or 20 or 50 messages a day that says, hey, we've never talked. I'm not quite sure right. why we're connected. Do you have 10 mm-hmm. minutes? We can have a conversation mm-hmm. that we can see if we can actually help each right. other. And just rekindle or start the ember burning Mm -hmm. of how we might be of service to each other. Because once we do that, Mm -hmm. well, now we can see that. Or Mm -hmm. if it's someone we haven't talked to in a while, so all you do that is just go on and export all your contacts Mm -hmm. and you'll only get their names in a Mm -hmm. spreadsheet. But then go down and just Mm -hmm. pick off 20, 30 a day, make it happen, Mm -hmm. you know, simple little messages and then Mm -hmm. see what happens. Mm -hmm. Right. And if they completely ignore you or, you know, worse, they go away or, or whatever, okay, then, then you get rid of them. Um, you yeah. know, and, and, and people love that personal touch. Um, you know, when, when we moved here from Atlanta or uh, from Denver, we had a lot of notice. I mean, like I knew about a year in advance that, that we were going to move. And so I would do I don't know, 20, 30 a week where I just randomly picked a zip code. <laughs> you know, I, we didn't know where we'd be living, anything like that. And and at that point, I didn't even care what they did. I just wanted to expand my connections. So I sent them an email or a, a request to connect. And I said, you know, hey, I'm moving from Denver to Atlanta sometime in 2012. And right now I'm just building my network. Would you like to connect with me? Everyone, every single one connected. And I don't know how much of that was, you know, it was kind of a personal thing. I wasn't asking him for anything, anything like that. And I immediately, and, you know, and I responded, thank you so much. Um, I'll be in touch when we move. <coughs> so then when we moved, I did the thing. I went through, you know, all of those people. Hey, you know, we've, I've, I've moved to Atlanta. I would love to learn more about what you do. Can I take you for coffee? Almost all of them accepted. Some of them said, eh, you know, and there were some that I went, okay, this really doesn't make sense, you know, and, and so I skipped those. But there, there was only one that actually made me, be, made me buy my own coffee. I thought that was very interesting. Um, th- but there were some that completely just, you know, nah, there's, there's no, no, and that was fine. You know, we probably wouldn't have connected anyway. So that, that was cool. But I made some of the greatest business connections by doing that. And, and I didn't say, anything about what I did, nothing at all. I just said, I want to learn more about you. 
Yeah, and it's it, amazing yeah. how that works, right? Yeah. If we're more interested in the other person than in mm-hmm. ourselves, mm-hmm. it's amazing how well we can connect mm-hmm. with people. Just right. be curious, mm-hmm. be open, be interested, mm-hmm. and people will reciprocate. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of those people, I still, I mean, you know, we've been here eight years. I still communicate with them every week. Wow. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, they clearly were great connections. Some of them, eh, you know, whatever, they're gone. But um, it, it, that's what happens in real life, too. I mean, you know, hello, we have the big stack of business cards that there's like three in there that get a little dog-eared because we pull them out every once in a while. But the rest of them were like, where did I meet this person? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's funny. I totally agree. I mean, that's that's really, if we really talk about how I got started on LinkedIn, it's because I had a Rolodex mm-hmm. with people that no longer worked at companies. And oh. I had to find another way to find them and mm-hmm. LinkedIn was it. Hmm. Interesting. And so you were you were sleuthing and tracking them back down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I needed help. Right. I needed someone to provide mm-hmm. the services that they had. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be looking at them. And because they didn't have a forwarding email, they didn't have a forwarding mm-hmm. phone number, mm-hmm. LinkedIn happened to be where they were. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I connected to them. And then had I been paying attention, I will now, obviously, mm-hmm. but had I been paying attention, I would have recognized that they weren't at the same company that right. was on their business card mm-hmm. anymore, in which case, mm-hmm. maybe they did, they're doing something totally different. Right. Yeah. And that is the reason, folks, why you use a different email address than your business email address. Now, it might be in there, but, you know, it's okay to have the Gmail to have you know, so that there's a way for people to reach you when you're no longer at that company. Or more importantly, you can get into your LinkedIn account when you're no longer at that company. Yeah, you need to add both of them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because when you leave you lose access if you don't have it. And it then becomes property of your company because they don't have to give you access to that. We had someone Mm -hmm. that uh, she got locked out of her account for several years because the company changed a couple of times and the mail stopped forwarding. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Yep. So absolutely. Make Mm -hmm. sure you add your Gmail Mm -hmm. onto your account as an alternative. Right. And, and you know, it's, it's funny. We laugh about the fact that that's not always a professional email address. Okay. Well, it's not, you know, hot mama at it's Deb Creer at, you know, Gmail or, or whatever it is. Um, and so that we're still professional, but you know, you, you want to have access to your LinkedIn account when you're no longer with that company, um, you know, and, and, and it gets a little tricky and, you know, we don't have enough time to talk about this. You know, if your company is saying you will be using LinkedIn, uh, okay. Um, you know, and, and I tell people don't set up multiple accounts. All that does is confuse everybody, but you know, it's, it's, it's a tricky thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a, it, it's an important thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know that it's so tricky, right? But it's important. You mm-hmm. got to do it right mm-hmm. or you're missing out. Right, right. You know, and you can certainly be using it to the benefit of your current employer Absolutely. when you're working for them. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, I tell people just make it clear, you know, that that's why it asks for current, um, you know, employment and all of those things. Now, where it really gets tricky is when you're thinking, I'm going to go elsewhere. I'm looking for another job. Yeah. Okay, that, that really does open up a whole different can of worms. Yeah, that's a totally different conversation for another day. Right. But yeah, it's very, very different there. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, uh, if your primary, though, is your Gmail, mm-hmm. that's where the messages mm-hmm. go. Right. You'll notice that no longer does the body of the 
message actually mm-hmm. say what is in the message mm-hmm. right. so that if you are job seeking, mm-hmm. it's not like your boss is going to see what right. that is. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you though, a smart boss sees that you've just connected with 17 people, right. recruiting mm-hmm. firms. Yeah. They're paying mm-hmm. attention to that. Yeah. So yeah. just be smart about it. You know, be respectful. Mm-hmm. Don't do it at work. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't look for another job while you're mm-hmm. currently at the job, like mm-hmm. in your butt in your mm-hmm. seat. Take mm-hmm. the time otherwise to do right. that. You know, and, and now, of course, it is rather tricky because we have people who are working from home, um, you know, all these, and so this is kind of an anomaly right now that will hopefully go away. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's just be, be professional, you know, because th- it comes back to if I know that, you know, Phil's looking for another job while Phil's at work, I'm thinking, I'm not sure I want to hire Phil. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, integri- integrity goes a long way, mm-hmm. folks. So be an integrity. Don't look for another job mm-hmm. while you're sitting at, at work doing your right. job. Yep. Not saying you can't do that outside of work. Mm-hmm. That is not what we're saying. Right. We're mm-hmm. saying while your butt is in the seat, you're getting mm-hmm. paid for your eight mm-hmm. to 10 hours a day. Yep. Do your eight to 10 hours yep. a day of work. Focus on that job. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. Cool. Well, you know, one of the things we talked about, we, we don't have much time left, is, you know, the LinkedIn ads features. And one of the features it has added is LinkedIn Live. I don't have it yet. I keep asking to get it. But what is LinkedIn Live and, and what's it good for? Yeah. So LinkedIn Live is like Facebook Live, like YouTube Live, like uh, Periscope on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram Live. It's mm-hmm. the ability to go live as a TV show. Mm-hmm. as your own thing. And mm-hmm. the key to LinkedIn Live, I think, is you have to have a different point of view and can't do what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. So um, now that being said, there's no magical formula right. to how you get it, mm-hmm. but it is an ability, uh, the opportunity to stay in front of your audience mm-hmm. in a live way. Now I'll tell you, even though it's a new feature, LinkedIn does not make your live super visible. Like right. there's nowhere on my profile that says, here's the 17 times I've gone live. Right, right. Phil could it, do live. <laughs> right. But it does, it, right. But it mm-hmm. does pop up and say, hey, Phil Gerbyshack is live yes. now to my connections mm-hmm. that are on mm-hmm. LinkedIn. But right. it's. And uh, it goes in the notification and it says you were live. So right. then I can look at that. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that's interesting. Uh, but LinkedIn Live, pretty simple. I mean, I use StreamYard to make that mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And I can broadcast to my Facebook page and to my LinkedIn profile mm-hmm. at the same time so that I can do that again. Because mm-hmm. LinkedIn is is very individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I choose to do it. Mm-hmm. Could I go to my company page? Sure, I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't. I, I find that it's better on my personal page, mm-hmm. my personal profile. Um, and it's really just, you know, it's just live video. Mm-hmm. Live unedited right. video where we can mm-hmm. have that. Now, again, if you use StreamYard, you can actually download the video mm-hmm. after the facts so that I have it so that then I can upload it to YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that helps me a lot. Right. Right. You know, and, and it's a matter of taking advantage of the tools that are there, you know, and, and they change. Um, you know, I was talking with one of my other guests that, you know, publishing was, was a great thing for a while. And, and we, you know, we, we published articles. Well, you know, that's for the most part gone away. I don't know why. It's I kind of like the feature, but you know, and 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 you know, for now, LinkedIn doesn't mind if you're sending somebody off the platform. You know, to 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 YouTube, to another magazine on it, to whatever. You know, Facebook of course has a conniption fit over that. Um, you know, it doesn't like it when you do that because Facebook wants you to stay there and stay there forever. But, you know, it's it, LinkedIn, and I think that, that maybe part of that is LinkedIn is trying to stay professional. I mean, it knows that people are being 
a great resource. And so they're going to send somebody to Forbes or they're going to send somebody to, you know, to read an article in, in the Wall Street Journal or whatever. And so you shouldn't penalize them because they'll come back to LinkedIn. Yeah, I, I, that's interesting because, you know, you, that you're not getting penalized. I, you know, periodically mine does. I see mm-hmm. that, you know, it reaches three or four people only instead of three or four hundred people. Right. And you're like, whoop. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, with 14,000 connections, mm-hmm. I would expect that, you know, hopefully 10% mm-hmm. or more get to see that, but that's often not the case. Right. So LinkedIn is always testing stuff. I, I will tell you a quick secret here, and that is anytime you see LinkedIn has a feature that doesn't appear a lot of people either have mm-hmm. or are using, mm-hmm. you should absolutely use that because mm-hmm. you'll get shown to more people, right. hopefully then either helping your business, mm-hmm. helping your personal brand or helping your job mm-hmm. search. So LinkedIn Live is a good example mm-hmm. of that. Adding stickers and text to your videos mm-hmm. if you upload from your phone is another great way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, publishing is not as great anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't help. Hashtags sometimes are pretty good, but I, mm-hmm. will, I will say um, every time LinkedIn offers a new feature, you should at least play with it, mm-hmm. see how you could use it mm-hmm. because, frankly, they're going to prioritize that and they're going to give more preference to it. Right. Right. And because they they want people to use it to see if it's going to be successful. That's right. Yep. And how people will use it mm-hmm. so that they can start writing some manuals on mm-hmm. how people can use it. Because mm-hmm. frankly, you know, necessity being the mother of invention, mm-hmm. if I don't have a manual, I'm going to figure out how to use it on my mm-hmm. own. Right. And that's usually pretty helpful. Right. Right. Well, oh my gosh, Phil, we've, we have been, you know, talking LinkedIn for an hour and, you know, and really just scratch the surface because there is so much more. We didn't talk about company pages. Um, we didn't talk about advertising. We didn't talk about a lot of the things that, that LinkedIn can do. But to me, that's because we're using it still and for the most part as individuals. Um, yeah, it's great to have company pages. You know, we can run ads, we can uh, do job listings, all those various things, but it, it comes back to being the, the person on there. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, that's, uh, but, but yeah, it's, to me, it's, it's fun. It changes. You know, I was, I was an early adopter of LinkedIn and one of those who cut and pasted my resume. And then, you know, went back years later and went, oh my gosh, I really need to be using this. Yeah. I, I, that's so funny. I, I was on LinkedIn, Deb, before you could even, you know, upload your resume and you had to copy and paste. Uh-huh. So it's fun to see now that is an option for us right. to do is mm-hmm. we can just ingest our resume. And I think that's mm-hmm. a, a good place to start, but mm-hmm. tell a story, right. you know, try to get people interested. Mm-hmm. Lots, lots we could cover on LinkedIn, but be mm-hmm. human, be mm-hmm. helpful and be humble and you can be successful. Perfect. Well, Phil, how do people find you and connect with you? Well, the the easiest way is if you can spell my last name, you can find me on LinkedIn (laughs) or any other platform. It's Gerbyshak is G-E-R-B-Y-S-H-A-K. If you can pop that into your search engine, pop that into LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you'll find me. And I'd be happy to connect with you you there or just go to philgerbyshak.com. That's P-H-I-L-G-E-R-B-Y-S-H-A-K.com. And you can find me there as well. Great. You know, and, and I mentioned several times that you know, you've uh, talked about your blog post. That's on philgerbyshack.com. Um, great information there. I mean, you know, I was starting to read some of the blog posts, and, and I was obviously looking for things specifically that we could talk about today. But then I was also thinking, must go back and read, um, you know, because there's such great content there. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, my podcast conversation with Phil is pretty fun too. Mm-hmm. It drops every Thursday. Cool. I always have some smart folks on there as well. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for a lot of free stuff that can help you, mm-hmm. absolutely check that out. Perfect. I love it. And the, the link is on your website. So you'll make sure that, that you go there. Well, Phil, what final thoughts do you have for everyone, especially as we are completely wrapping up the month of LinkedIn conversations? Well, use LinkedIn first to be social. Be as social as you can, right? Be Think about how can I be more social? That's mm-hmm. the first thing I'd encourage people to think about. And that's that human aspect that I talked about. Then think about sales as service. If you can serve, you can eventually sell. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, because it takes time to build that network. So remember that to serve is to sell. And then last but not least, no need to brag. Let your actions, let other people speak mm-hmm. for you. Be humble about that and take the time to just be present as often as you're able. My mentor, Steve Farber, says when you're looking for ways that you can be the best you can be, it's three words, be more you. And if you want it to speed up, you need to be you more. Perfect. I love it. Well, with that, we are going to wrap up our discussion of LinkedIn for the month. We'll do it again next year, folks. And you know, obviously, periodically throughout the year, we have other LinkedIn guests. But this has been fabulous. And, and I hope that you know everyone has gotten something from every single one of the guests. I hope that everyone has connected with all of our guests. I mean, you know, that's part of, of all of this. And, you know, and, and so it's, it's so much fun. And, and I, yeah, I just get to talk to the coolest people. You know, I have, I, have a, I have a really fun job that I get to do. So I am Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely delightful time talking with Phil Gerbishak. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.